What's going on, everybody? I don't have a cool story today to tell you guys, but make sure you follow Punch the Mouth on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter, Punch the Mouth official on Instagram. Peace, guys. Later. The website is coming. I'm just been dealing with something. I will get it taken care of and hopefully get more content pushed out to you guys. Peace. How is everybody doing? I hope everybody is well. It's your best friend Adrian here. So we had the first fight of the year, the UFC fight. There was also one championship. And like I keep telling you guys, I don't know about those fights because either they're posting at times that I don't see their post and I can't promote them. Or they're just not very good at breaking into the U.S. market. And let me tell you guys, those fights are some good fights. I don't care what anybody says. Those fights are good because they're good fights. But let's go into something very interesting I got today. Riyadh season is adding another event. The Champions versus Champions event of Bellator. I got the press release. We're going to read it. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but Riyadh season has revealed that the Professional Fighters League and General Entertainment Authority will host an unprecedented pay-per-view mega event. PFL champions versus Bellator champions from the state-of-the-art Kingdom Arena in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia on Saturday, February 24th. This unprecedented champion, I mean, yeah, champion versus champion fight card features four co-main fights of current PFL champions versus Bellator champions in addition to the card featuring two compelling matchups of previous PFL challenges versus previous Bellator challengers. It does say challenges. I think they meant to say challengers. Okay, so here's the card. And I'm going to tell you guys something. I'm glad it turned out this way because we get to see more champions featured. Like, listen. You're going to get, look, we're going to go down the card. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Hannon Ferreira versus Ryan Bader doesn't interest me. Magomed, Magomed, Kirimanov versus Jason Jackson. That's a crazy fight. Jesus Pinedo versus Patricio Pitbull. Crazy fight. Now, here is the fight I am excited for. I don't care that these guys are not champions, although one of them is. Bruno Capiloza, former PFL champion versus Vadim Nankov, former Bellator light heavyweight champion because he had been saying, I'm going to go up to heavyweight. I'm going to go up to heavyweight. And here it is because that fight takes place at heavyweight. It, there's also going to be Tiago Santos versus Yoel Romero. Crazy fight. Clay Collar versus AJ McKee at lightweight. I noticed that Chris Cyborg is not on here. So 
I believe that's a missed opportunity by PFL. But the two most exciting matchups here, in my opinion, are Jason Jackson versus Magomed Magomed Kirmanov and Vadim Nankov versus Bruno Capiloza. Those are the two biggest fights. Why is that sounding like that? Maybe I put this too high. Give me one second, guys. Those are the two biggest fights, in my opinion, guys. If you guys got feedback, I apologize. I just fixed it. Hopefully, it'll no longer be a problem. I didn't put it all the way down, but let's hope that that fixes the feedback that I was getting and you guys won't hear it no more. But those are some good fights, okay? Those are some great fights. And now there's going to be... There have been fights announced for um, UFC 300. We got... um, Jim Miller versus Bobby Green. And now Bob, Jim Miller gets his wish. He gets to fight at UFC 300. I believe win or lose, Jim Miller retires after UFC 300. He's been looking good, I'll tell you that much. Because he's coming off a win off of Gabriel Benitez. And then, of course, they just announced the BMF title fight between Justin Gaethje and Max Holloway. Now, this is interesting, right? Because... If you watch Ariel's show, they were originally going to do a show in Saudi Arabia in March. But then they go, no, we want bigger fighters. That was originally going to be a fight night. But from what I was told, no, I wasn't told. From what Ariel said, this was reported by Ariel, Saudi Arabia requested for bigger fights. AKA, we want, we want Islam to fight. So what they're going to do is that's going to get moved to June. Because remember, he said June, Gaethje, November, Charles and a Sarukian winner. And then February, whoever like that. He mapped out those three like potential dates for his next three fights. But I don't understand why they're doing Gaethje versus Max. So now if Max wins, would it be Max instead of Gaethje or will he go? OK, if Max wins, I'll fight the winner Armin or Charles in Saudi Arabia. and then. Have Max fight one more guy, and then I'll fight the winner of that in Madison Square Garden. Could that be it? I don't know. But it's weird that the UFC did it like that, in my opinion. Very weird. But we shall see, man. We shall see. Okay, let's go over these fights. Magomed Akilaev defeats Johnny Walker. Jim Miller defeats Gabriel Benitez. Mario Batista defeats Ricky Simone. Bruno Ferreira defeats Phil Haas. Waldo Cortez Acosta defeats Andre Arlovsky. Okay. Jim Miller's the man, bro. Now, when are you guys going to start believing me? When are you guys going to start believing me? I'm telling you guys, it's going to happen. The, the, whoa. The Russians are taking over the UFC. The only division I don't see that is um heavyweight. But other than that, they're taking over the UFC. I mean, like, Alex is already considering him the number one contender. And you have. Yuri Prohaska about to fight Alexander Rakage at UFC 300. And then you have um, Jan Blakovic waiting in the wings. He got hurt, unfortunately. But as far as Alex Pereira is concerned, Magomed's next, bro. And I don't blame him. So we'll see what happens there. We're going to look at the rankings right now. There's some pretty 
crazy rankings. Let's look at them, especially light heavyweight. So you have Magomed at at three. He didn't change at all. So yeah, Jamal Hill at one. So Jamal should technically be next. And then you have Fury at two. You have Magomed at three, and then Yan at four, and then Alexander at five. And then you have Nikita Krylov, and then you have Johnny. How did Johnny Walker go up? Johnny Walker just lost, bro. Like, what? Makes no sense. Makes no sense. So now, this is what I want to say. I want to say Halil. I'm calling him Halil because he said that's how he wants to be called. And I hope I said that right. But it's Khalil Roundtree. He wants to be called Halil. We'll fight. I'm, no, this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he fights Nikita Krila. Then you give Alex what he wants because... They're promoting that for UFC 300. I should reach out to his manager. Then, for UFC 300, you have Yuri and Alexander. That's nuts. So, yeah, the light heavyweight's moving. And then, this weekend, of course, we're not going to talk about it today too much. You have Drickus Duplices versus Sean Strickland. And then, you have Paulo Costa versus Robert Whitaker. And then, you have... They just announced it today... Um, What's her name? Kenzie Turner will take on Amanda. Le not is it Amanda Lemus? Yes, Amanda Lemus in Anaheim. Crazy fight. Like that's another one because Mackenzie fought Yan Shinan in her previous fight. I go, okay, you're gonna have to watch out for this girl's knockout power, but she she also can choke, bro. This girl knows how to choke. She knocked out Moran. Marina Rodriguez? That girl's good. And they also announced Amanda Heba's next fight, but I forgot who it was. But it's against somebody good that I don't remember. Hold on. I'm figuring out. And then, finally, what was announced was Robelis Dispey is going to make his UFC debut at UFC 299. I told you guys that was going to happen. I'm like, he's either going to fight at 290. 299 was a safe bet because it's in Miami and they're stacking up that Miami card to be crazy. He's going to fight a Dana White Contender Series alum. And Amanda Hebas is going to fight Rose Nama Eunice when? The 23rd of March. And it's going to be at the Apex. It's going to be crazy, bro. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And I believe that's all the fights that have been announced. If I missed any, I will get back to you guys or I will post on. Punched in the mouth, Instagram. So make sure you're keeping up with that. And they switched the Taitu Ibasa. So the Taitu Ibasa versus Martin Tabura got switched. And I believe Rosinho Rosenstrike fight got switched too. Just like the Ian Gary, Neil, not Neil Magni. Um, this got switched. Jeff Neil. That was supposed to take place in March, but now it's taking place in February. So now, Taito Ibasa, instead of fighting at UFC 298, he will fight on March 16th at the Apex. I mean, I like the Apex cards. The problem is, is that they're starting to get a reputation that it, if it's an Apex card, it's just a card they needed to put together to make the quota that they need to get for um their ESPN money. So... We shall see, bro. We shall see. I mean, but last week's fights were pretty good. The Johnny Walker fight was nuts, bro. That was next level nuts. And then, of course, after next weekend's pay-per-view, there's not going to be a UFC fight after then. 
I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but whenever the WWE does like one of the big four pay-per-views, the UFC never does an event. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but if you notice, every time there's WrestleMania, they don't do an event. Anytime there's Royal Rumble, they don't do an event. Anytime there's Survivor Series, they don't do an event. And anytime there's a SummerSlam, they don't do an event. I don't, I think they feel it's too big that they're going to lose viewership, bro. And now it makes even more sense for them not to go because they're one big company and like those are four key events for the WWE, you know? We'll see. We'll see. Now, I want to see if I can get more information on why this happened. The Max Holloway and Justin Gates. Like, this is from Jason Owens of Yahoo Sports. The UFC announced Tuesday two additions to UFC 300 card that will now feature a BMF title belt between Justin Gates and Max Holloway veterans. Jim Miller and Bobby Green will also score off on the card in a lightweight belt. Gaethje and Holloway will fight at lightweight in a five-round that will co-headline a card already anchored by a women's strawweight title belt between number two contender Yan Shainan and champion Yang Wei Li. UFC 300 will take place on April 13th in Las Vegas. Okay, so I can tell you one of two things. There's either going to be at least one to two more title fights on this card because there's no way they're going to let the BMF fight headline over an actual championship and people are going to be upset at the fact that that would be their championship headline i believe it goes on to say gaichi is the reigning defending bmf title holder after defeating dustin poirier for the belt at ufc 291 last july via knockout head kick previously called the bmf belt kind of stupid and called for a shot at the lightweight title belt after defeating poirier instead He'll face a high-profile match against another former UFC champion in Holloway. Gaethje is the number two ranked contender in the UFC lightweight division and former in-home lightweight champion Holloway. is the number one ranked contender in featherweight in the featherweight division and the UFC's 13th ranked pound-for-pound fighter. I mean, I think because there, there's rumors that there's this rumor that Khabib's coming back. There's this rumor that the head like I wouldn't be mad if the headliners Bilal versus Edwards. I honestly wouldn't be upset at that. Because at this point, Bilal Muhammad deserves the title shot. I don't know why they're not giving it to him. It's criminal at this point. So like why aren't you giving him a title shot? There's not gonna be no Conor McGregor. Conor gave us a date, June 29th, um, UFC 302 International Fight Week. Or 28th, something like that. The week before the 4th of July, bro. So we'll see, we'll see. Then, I think what they originally wanted to do, this is what I think they want to do. I think they were trying to re-sign Nate. This is pure speculation. I don't have any concrete information on this. But I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to re-sign Nate. Nate didn't want to do it. Nate's like, okay, I'm going to go box. and Jorge somehow got the UFC to let him box Nate because remember, like I said last time, Jorge is still in his UFC contract, much like Ben Askren is. Even Ben tried to fight Jorge at UFC 300. Like, that's the other thing, right? Like, people make fun of Ben for um the way he got knocked out when he fought Jorge the first time. And I'm not saying that the, the, even if Jorge doesn't land the knee, he can't win. I'm not saying that at all. 
But I'm saying, like, what if that knee doesn't land and Ben's able to control him? Will it be boring? Yeah. But would you call the knee a lucky shot? That's my question to you. Would you call the knee a lucky shot? Because you knew Ben would go in for the takedown right away. And um, George just threw that knee up and it landed. Or you think even if George doesn't land that knee, he'll kickbox Ben's face off before Ben could get a takedown. That is my question to you. For anybody that listens to this, you could DM me at Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. You can, would it be X at me or tweet at me? I don't, I don't know. Or post at me, post at me. That, that'd be fun, right? Like, because in my opinion, I, I don't like to say Ben Ashkin would win, but I believe it'll be a very different fight. I don't know if it's a fight that Ben Ashkin wins. But again, it'll be a very different fight. But so George somehow got the UFC to agree. And let me see. I want to. Is there development on this? George somehow got. That's the rumor, right? Let's call it a rumor because we don't know the facts. I will reach out to Nate's people. I know how to get in contact with his manager. Um, I don't know how the UFC did not try to get Nate back into the UFC and rebook that fight under them. Well, because I guess since Gage is the BMF champion. Because remember, before COVID, that was the plan to rebook that fight. And then COVID happened and a lot of shit went south. Like, remember, Nate and Connor were like the UFC's two biggest stars that, and John Jones. But John Jones doesn't count because he had not been actively fighting. But remember, like, Nate's last fight before he fought Leon was against Anthony Pettis. And Nate was able to keep himself relevant because he wouldn't say much. But he, um, did I read this last time? I feel like I read, read this. Ah, uh, well, in the case that I read this, I won't read it again. But they're saying that the fight is booked for March in Las Vegas. But that'd be crazy, right? Let's say they go on the 8th or the 9th. I'll tell you the dates right now. Let's say they go on the day that UFC 298 is. 299, I'm sorry. That's the same day Francis is going to box anthony joshua the ninth let's say they go on the if this is true let's say they go on the ninth and they box the same day that's three events that's three mega events now the question becomes who's actually gonna buy all three of these events let's say that becomes the thing the ufc will probably make the most money in pay-per-view buys um the fact that anthony joshua versus francis and is gonna be in the mid-afternoon that's not good but yeah uh, Saudi Arabia is giving them so much money. I don't think they care. Honestly, bro. I don't think they care. Like, look at Saudi Arabia as the UFC. They're the organization. All these other guys, even though their top rank is con- technically their promoter, like, all these other guys are the... So think of Saudi Arabia, Riyadh season as the UFC, and then the other guys just individual promoters. Because these guys have so much money and the... Sh- uh, the, His Excellency is a big boxing fan. That's why these fights are happening. That's why these these fights are happening. Because if if Riyadh season wasn't a thing, you wouldn't have gotten Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury. You wouldn't have gotten uh what was that December card? Because it was originally supposed to be Usek and Tyson Fury. You wouldn't have gotten the the crazy December card with with Otto Weiland, Anthony Joshua. Joseph Park and Deontay Wilder. I believe that's his name, right? So there's that. So it'll be nuts because 
I can see where Nate and Jorge, but I, like it goes back to what I was saying last time. And I know I said this last time because one of my friends in me was like, bro, it was hilarious what you're saying about Nate. And I'm like, it's true though, bro. Like, th that's my boy. But like, how do you want me to get excited if you're if you're gonna be at the end of the day? Uh, I don't give a fuck. I didn't lose. I didn't lose for real, you know. But I'm like, how do you want us as fans to get excited if you're not gonna go in there and try and probably fight half hurt? Like at that point, retire, please. The dude has enough money. But I believe. The wor the one that's gonna do the worst out of those three is gonna be the Francis Joshua fight. Even though that fight's amazing. And everybody counting out Anthony Joshua, I'm telling you guys, this version of Anthony Joshua is probably the best heavyweight boxer there is. If Anthony Joshua would have fought the Tyson Fury that fought Deontay Wilder the second time, I would have told you De Francis Ngannou, I mean, Tyson Fury was the best boxer at heavyweight. But this version of Anthony Joshua that I saw fought Otto Island, that guy is the best heavyweight boxer walking planet Earth right now. And you know what's the funny part? He has Ben Davis in his corner. Ben Davis is the one that got Tyson Fury back into boxing. And he coached them all the way up to the Otto Wyland fight. I don't know if Ben Davis had insight on that. And then after that, um, he was part of the Deont first Deontay Wilder fight. So if I'm correct, Tyson had two warm-up fights and then he fought Deontay the first time. Which a lot of people, including myself, thought Tyson won. Then he fought some German dude I don't remember. And then he fought Otto Wyland. Like, that German dude he fought, he knocked him out easily. And then Otto Weilen, um is the one that cut Tyson, and that fight was kind of weird. And then it was, then Sugar Hill came in, and then they fought Deontay Wilder. That's when he destroyed Wilder. Then COVID hit, sadly. And then I believe the following fight was also Wilder. This is all coming off the top of my head. Let me look it up to be sure. So I think it went like that. I think it went his two tune-up fights. Then he he fought Wilder the first time. He became the WBC champion or or whichever Wilder was. No, no, no. They so I'm sorry. They um they tie it was a tie because of the knockdowns Wilder got. And okay, okay, this is this. Yeah, so I was right. So, so he beats Vladimir Klitschko. He wins the WBA and the ring heavyweight title. So he wins the WBA Super, the IBF, the WBO, and IBO, and the ring heavyweight title. Then after that, that's when he went through his um, depression. So he went, Vladimir Klitschko, what day was that? Did you give me a date? 28th of February. And then he doesn't fight for, al for almost three years. He comes back to fight Tefir. Tefiri, and then Francesco Pineta. He beat both of those guys, and then after the Francesco fight, he calls out Wilder, and then they fight, and then that's when it was a, a split decision draw. And then he fights Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz beat, I mean, he beat the brakes off of Tom Schwartz. Otto Weiland almost beats him with that nasty cut. And then he fights Deontay Wilder again. That's where he beats the brakes off of him and wins the WBC. Heavyweight champion. Yep. Then he fights Dillian White, right? 
No, he fought Deontay for the third time and he knocked him out. Then he fights Dillian White and then he fights Derek Chisora. And then right now he fought Francis Ngannou. And now on February 20-something, he's going to fight uh, Alexander Yusek for undisputed status. And this is crazy because now even the... Li like, honestly, bro, honestly, let's be honest here. Even though it's not a physical belt, it's just a title. The lineal championship is all that matters. The lineal championship is all that matters. Of course, if a boxer retires and then they ultimately pass away, as we all will one day, like that's when it gets thrown into dispute. But I'm saying, well, bro, nobody beat him while he was fighting and he can't fight no more. So, But to me, that that title holds the most weight because that's the old if you want this title you gotta beat him there's no stripping there's no nothing like the lineal belt like a lot of people don't see it as a title I do because all these other sanctioning bodies it, it's it's a business like they say if you don't defend this within the next 60 days we will strip you which is fair that's fair but in my in my personal opinion the lineal belt is the only one that really matters because what if they can't fight? Of course, you could say, oh, well, they'll come to an agreement, but come on, bro. Come on. But that's all I got for you guys. Make sure you follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later. Riyadh season is taking over the fight game. Later.